Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Crucian crew. Usk. Lizard man, Druid. Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roe Black Bluebeard, aka Rosie, Gnome Artificer Bard. Lynn, the ever changing performer. Drathan, inspiring leader, Scourge Azamar, Paladin of the Ancients, can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can take this one. So we started the episode by agreeing to break the seal in the castle for the Ghost King. Um, when we broke the seal, there was a massive wave of darkness, which made everything weirdly distorted. And the king was semi-corporeal and not corporeal at the same time. And when uh, Usk and Lin went upstairs, they found there was a lot of people in the castle now um, who were awkward towards Lin. Lin then got really self-conscious. We went outside. There was it was midday, but there was also like an eclipse over the top of it, and that this weird distortion. Going back to the party to get, our, get ourselves together and leave, we um, Lynn decided then it's a good time to change into a ball gown to associate better with the finely dressed <laughs> people upstairs. We're trying upstairs. Uh, Lynn then gets self-conscious again, sneaks off, changes his face uh, before we go outside because the king has returned. King turns out to be a dragon that. Um, the other party Mardi screwed over in the past by stealing his gem and he was then sentenced by the tribunal to restore this seal when it's broken and he decided the best way to do that is to use the souls of the party members to um, restore the seal uh, after a long conversation and back and forth why he's going to do this us decides to create a portal through trees using transport via plants and the party runs through the tree to get away that's right, and that's what we'll pick up. You um, land out in the area where you had originally fought the um, the metal monks to rescue Mary and Pippin. And um, Morax, who we didn't forget about, says, uh, All right, so what's the plan now? Whoa, that's a really big pile of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we must find a way to reseal the two worlds without sacrificing our lives or those of the innocent and i look at rosie <laughs> listen i panicked i don't know what else to do wait wait we're going back there we why must... we're we're here now the dragon no issue dragon gone oh you are still in the dual world you see yourself as two you oh. you're your boat you're still in the shadow plane mixed with the material plane oh oh this is bad you're just in the same location you were before. It's not like you somehow split the two planes apart. Oh, I thought we'd maybe disappeared from... It was only affecting a small area, not like no. the whole... I thought it was just like, oh, it's a peeking through right here. Oh. Oh. They uh, really should have guarded that seal better. Well, really? Um. Do you think a dragon soul could seal it? Are you suggesting we take that dragon down and use its soul to do magic? We have no idea what You is. killed a demigod. That's how I met you guys. I don't think I, I can't can kill that dragon, spell. But I would be really sad to have to kill a dragon. But maybe? I don't know what spell we would close it with, though. Morax, do you know anything? Yeah, yeah. It's only one round that disappears. Oh, okay. This is six yeah, seconds. <laughs> Yeah, he'd be too big to fit through. He'd have to change, which by the time the spell would disappear. Morax, do you know any kind of, like, sealing protection? Nothing like that, no. <laughs> do you think now that we're gone, he'll just use the children like Rosie suggested and do it himself? Um... I 
hope not. I kind of doubt it. He he seemed to be pretty intent that we were the ones. Because that was his instructions, was to take us. Wait, what did Rosie suggest? Nothing. Did you not Just, hear? No, I was getting changed. Look, new outfit. Don't you? <laughs> oh. Oh, Don't okay. You? you actually didn't run around. Gender <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that. Don't. Husk, you didn't mention anything about this when I was talking into your mind. He just shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> just kids. <laughs> and the infirmed. That, that's a very, very lizard man way to think about it. Um, it's not lizard people. Wait, so where are we? So when we say Mary and Pippin, the, um, the Iron Monks came through that town, the checkpoint area. We're a tree near there. Got it. Is that pretty far away from the castle? A couple the days, kingdom? yeah. Yeah, a couple days, right? Um, so you're you're basically you're closer to where Jewel was and that little uh, checkpoint area, and but you're basically between there on the road between there and uh, Kretfix Pass. It was like a half a day ride whenever you captured or whenever you rescued Mary and Pippin. Oh, okay. That's why I was commenting on the big pile of dirt because Nita covered the wagon with That's the erupting right. earth spell. Yeah. I forgot about that. Nice yeah. callback. I just I didn't remember. Yeah, <laughs> I got I it. I wasn't surprised when Ben didn't remember, but then Kim and Ryan got it, and I was like, Alex didn't get it. He's like <laughs> the DM. Um, yeah, it's okay. I, I, I am. I have worlds to contend with and create. <laughs> Your little pile of dirt doesn't concern you. <laughs> you know how many piles of dirt there are on each one of those planets? Uh, uh, so, we've unleashed the plane of shadows. Yeah. Mate, um... Hmm. I, I think we should get a second opinion on this. From who? I wonder if it's uh, affecting the whole world. Yeah, well, it's affecting this far out, right? And from looking at it, this is... I've passed here before. We're pretty... Are we Are we close to... Where, where did you send us, uh, Usk? We saved some children over there. Oh. I don't know where we are. I just thought we saved some children over there before. Oh. Are the oh, is this where Mary and Pippin are from? Yes. Yes. Okay. I know exactly where we are. Are the trees, do they have a duality to them as well? No. Um, there's just, there are some trees there, but they've got the blue shade to them. Because in the material world, or the prime plane, if we want to call it that, there were no trees. It was all burnt down. Huh. And I was going to say that the trees had no life force in them anyway, because Shamhara's gone. But um, Let us... I want to send a sending, but I'm trying to count out my words. Oh, uh, if we're doing sendings, um, I also have a sending to send. <laughs> um, so if we're sending those, letters, let's just do it. Um, while those two yeah. focus on their letters, I'll say to Trina, I can transport us to the other side of the pass that we went through, we came through. I have to sleep first, but if we really Perhaps. want to see how far it's gone. Out of the Empire? Yes. Well, Perhaps that's handy. Once yeah. we rest, yes, we should deliberate. <laughs> I've never any been out of the I've Empire. Seen, like, we could go anywhere I've been, pretty much. Which is lots of nature. Uh, cool. Obviously down to Alex's discretion. Okay, let me um, let me real quick, because it's been a while since I checked in with my mom. Let me send my mom a quick message real quick. And I'm going to sit down and cast sending. Um, that seems like an odd priority to a dragon that, that, that wants to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Let me call no. home real quick. L- Lynn, Lynn's awkward as hell. Um, yeah, that's pretty Lynn. Yeah. Um... <laughs> 
Uh, so the message I'm sending, I counted the letters. There's exactly 25. Uh, found it's some words. interesting. Uh, this is to my contact in um, Thelmer for the queen. Okay. Um, found some interesting people. Hate the empire. Are they yours? Bear woman is dead. Three are still alive. Gle- green cloaks have a base in the Pleiades. Lynn. How does sending work again? Like I've um, gotta... they can respond with twenty-five words. Yeah. So, so I, I I sent that twenty-five word message to my contact that works for the queen. All right. Let me. You guys don't know any of this. Don't worry about no, it. No. No. I beam that directly into their noggin. Okay. I have one too. Sending to Magnar. Or do you want to resolve the first one? Oh, Go ahead. Watch. Watch. They're both Magnar. <laughs> That would be really funny. Uh, so yeah, I sending to Magnar. Uh, Magnar, we opened a seal. The area seems to be invaded with shadows. We s- do you see double people too? Do you have magicians who conceal the plane? <laughs> oh, and since there's plane nonsense going on, uh, if we're not on the same plane as them, it, there's a five percent chance it never gets there. But if they're also stuck between planes, I guess that would count the same. I mean, we're, we're on both planes at once, so that increases our chances, right? Right? We got double the signal strength. We got two Wi-Fi access points. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> we're just ruining things for Alex today. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I, I just yeah. have to think more than I planned on it. Um, <laughs> okay, so you here are... Uh, first, we're going to go with Sam character whose name is Lynn um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yeah, your response would be yes sounds like ours we have a new uh, we have a new problem now where in Pleiades okay I will since I've got a slot for that still because we still haven't had a long rest right nope no okay let me see I should have the slot for that yeah because I'm burning that last slot for that sending I'm gonna burn a fifth level slot to send this next message um so cool um okay um you had told us I I'm the let me pull up my my notes because I didn't have the exact location but who was it? Uh, SUM763. He had told us uh, where the location in the in the mountains was when we were interrogating him. Not interrogating him, doing his performance evaluation. Um, I, and I am a little bit fuzzy right now and I on the details. Um, would I be able to send him that send them that location? Um yeah. Okay. I'll say I'll say that and then also um uh I Part of that message, I will say, is blue fuzziness the problem? That's your agent's fault. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's. Uh, okay, so you're <laughs> sending that, and before we resolve that, let's go with Zalara. You asked if. Can you repeat that again? Oh, um, Magnar. Not Zalara, op- Rosie. Jesus. I, I am here. Uh, Magnar, we opened a seal. The area seems to be invaded with shadows. Do you see devil people too? Question mark. I, that's not part of it. Do you have magicians who conceal the plane? And Magnar responds, "Well, this is a new thing, right? Like I've never been sended before." Oh, oh yeah. Wasn't wasn't the ring kind of From like Rose? sending? And the the coin kind of like sending? It was, but it didn't have the limit. Uh huh. You but hang like, up I first. Mean, <laughs> you were used Rosie, to message, so it might be similar. It'd yeah, be similar. Is, yeah. 
but and I've remember never, you've Rosie's only got done this right no rosie oh that's her. true yeah <laughs> i didn't sign um, off oh, oh that's um, true remember also ben you've only got 21 characters instead of 25 because you've got to sign it off with you hang up first <laughs> um, it okay. wouldn't be Magnar any other way. Okay. Um, okay. Let me see if I can. Well, would Magnar wouldn't know about the limit, right? Or does he? Is that part of the spell? Um. I mean, he is a powerful sorcerer. He should know. You send a short message of twenty-five words or less to a creature of which you are familiar. The creature hears the message in their mind, recognizes so you, hear you as the sender if it knows you. So you'll there know you it's from Rosie um, if it knows you and can answer in a likely manner immediately. The spell ends. Uh, the spell enables the creatures with intelligence score of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. Um, yeah, I would say he would know. It's just kind of ingrained in the the spell. All right. Well, Magnar is figuring that out. Um, the spy master, you you. Uh, um, Lynn, I don't know why I can't think of your name right now. Lynn, you said, uh, what was your your question? Or you just informed us, you informed, it, it just so everyone knows, Dohava would be your spy master. Oh. But you would, yeah. Um, yeah, so I told Dohava the location of the green mm -hmm. cloaks and then said that, um, uh, do you have blue fuzziness going on? That's your agent's fault. So she'll say, not a surprise, not a surprise, barbarian <laughs> chose them. Go to location. Let me know. Uh, let me know layout. She knows I got it. I'm not going to waste another spell replying. All right, Magna, how are you responding? Glad alive. Crazy blue stuff here too. No mage powerful enough to fix. Ilva's doing well. You hang up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, well. Well, what are we doing? So I have an idea. Yeah. Oh, I was waiting for a response. Thank you. Um. So, I yeah, I I have an idea. The you guys said the dragon was looking for souls, right? To be able to bind, and um, I know I preferably wouldn't like them to be ours, or to uh sacrifice children. Um. But I I think I know of a good place to get some souls, and there are powerful wizards there. Ow. Do you All right. mean what kind of souls? So the green cloaks have been harvesting souls and they were storing them in that apparatus that we destroyed with a giant ape. Um, I'm, I suspect they probably have more though at their main headquarters where they were bringing other people. And they also have really powerful wizards there that might be invested in fixing this if this is all broken. That sounds like a lot better idea than letting all of us or children or other people die if they're already right? been harvested. Yeah, I, I was just thinking it might be a good idea, right? Because like we would be able to get them because they were storing them in those like big crystals. Maybe if we got one of those crystals and gave it to the dragon, he'd be able to seal it him seal it themselves. If he was willing to use other souls, surely he would just use the souls that were in that town. If he otherwise he's going to come looking for us, cause it has to be our souls. Now why would he come out and wait for us when he could just finish his job and be free? Well, see, that doesn't sound like an issue to me at all. Because if we go and do this, if the whole situation resolves itself while we're trying to fix it, then it means that he didn't need us and he found someone else. 
Well, he couldn't fix it until now because we had to break the seal first for him to be able to fix it. Yeah, we had to break it before it could be fixed. And the the tribunal people, they like they 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 told him to to fix it with us after we broke it. Uh huh. So it it was just a thought, you know. And, and and I'd like to see where the green cloaks are anyway. Um, they're kind of up to no good, and I think I, I I'd like to resolve that. I think. The green cloaks do need to be dealt with. Have a point. Mm. But I am unsure of how I feel about leaving the townsfolk to be the sacrifice, if that is indeed what the dragon will do. So so how do we prevent that then? Because if we return, so at least from my estimate right now, we're, we're about half a day out from the junction, at least. And then that's another day and a half from the junction back to where, back to the city. So it's going to be two days to get back there unless our good friend Uskir just kind of makes us walk back. And at that point, we either have to convince him not to, and that's a dragon, or we have to make him not to, which probably resolves in killing him, which I'm not a big fan of and seems unnecessary. What's the plan if we go back there? Um. If it, I got if nothing. it would come to a fight, I would give myself up to it. That's that's nice. I, I appreciate that, Drathen. That's very uh, selfless of you. Um, but uh, at least from I wasn't there for the conversation, so I might be misinterpreting what you guys have said. Um, but the big big dragon implied that you know needs all of our souls to fix this. Um, and I. I Personally, I'm not feeling as selfless as I dislike loss of life for any reason, especially my own. Perhaps we should find out more what this actually entails. And for that, we'll need a wizard? Indeed. Oh, okay. So let's go find a wizard. Let us rest up first. Oh, that sounds great. I'm real tired. Um, how fast do you think a dragon can fly if it knows exactly where it's going? Uh, I would hope not two days in the span of eight hours. I don't think the dragon can harm us in the time we're sleeping. Um... Should we find a shelter of some sort? Sure. But you said there's no trees around? No, there's trees because there are the the shadow trees, right? Yep, there sure are. Is it like full trees? Oh, okay. So when we look at them, because you said the the place is barren on our prime plane. So when we look at them, we see the blue, the blue tinted s- trees. Right. Do we also see through them, kind of, into our prime plane? Well, like, what we you know that see, there's no trees there. You know, there's no trees there. It's more like on the ground. You're seeing the kind of more mud. Um, you know, very kind of muddy very thin grass area um that you would see from your plane and that's a little bit different than the lush overgrown grass grass area of the shadow plane but is it translucent like we see through both or it's we just see both you kind of see just see both it's like imagine two pictures on top of each other but one's just a little bit higher than the other but you can still see both the edge of both I um run out into the trees and like hide behind one. Can you still see me? Do I see her? No. No. Are you can you turn invisible too? I'm a tree. <laughs> wow, that never happens to people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I pop out. I'm just kidding. Oh, cool. Okay. So, we, so we go to rest up? Could, yeah. Indeed. They should be fine. I will take first watch. Okay. Um, first thing I'm going to do when I'm getting ready to kind of rest up, like I'll put out my, my bedroll and stuff like that. I'm going to take out my notebook and start writing down in an indiscernible script um, the exact description and everything I know about um, about my good friend who I stole his soul of, uh, GUI982. Um, like, like remembering what their features were like how they acted when I had their kind of temporary memory, their surface memories, everything I'm remembering about that, Lynn's writing down. And um, they write it down in their notebook in a in a cipher, because I have that ability. Um, and they're just there, they're just writing down stuff. I also uh, write down uh, the potential name of a new alias, uh, Terry Elvenman, um, with silver hair, uh, bright blue eyes, wears very nice clothes, um, very confused. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, you all make it through the night of camping. Um, no issues befall you in any way. Get spells back. I'll do my, my rousing speech and I will again cast aid. So, which I forget. 15 temporary hit points and then eight is like who drathan you really know how to get the morning going like it, it it's really nice i've never been so you know comforted and really ready to take on the day as i have been with you guys <laughs> better than He's a cup great. of coffee oh i don't it drink is. coffee it makes me too jittery okay yeah so aid gives you an extra five hit points uh, uh like uh max, max hit points as well it's just eating an assortment of human meats. <laughs> <laughs> Little human charcuterie. So you all, you're he- you are heading toward the the mountains now, correct? The Pleiades. Is that where? I guess so. I mean, is that where you're going, or are you going back to the dragon? I was not sure where we actually I, landed. I want to go to the Pleiades. I think, yeah, I, think I made we're... a very persuasive argument of why we should go there. Not to die. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, so you make it uh, down the trail of the. Um, uh, you're on the the highway toward the Pleiades, and about midday, which is also kind of midnight, um, because the moon and the sun are out at the same time now. You see, riding down the road in um, decked out armor, you see five inquisitors riding toward you on the road, and you see one that you recognize as well, who questioned you. Um, well, Lynn wouldn't, but everyone else would recognize the uh, the high elf woman who stops and questioned you. And, and luckily, you smooth talked your way past with a terrible roll because I rolled worse. <laughs> I don't know if that remember that. Um, oh, I remember. I didn't know if it was a ruse. So, <laughs> the, yeah, no, I just rolled worse. <laughs> so she stops her soldiers, the four others, her hand up in the air, and says, "You again? Hello, cousin. Hello, cousin." Why are you heading back this way? We are following a lead from our last excursion. Mm-hmm. And where are you going? There's nothing this way unless you're heading into Thaomer, which is concerning. Are, aren't the mountains... <laughs> or, like, the mountains are on this side as well, too, though, right? Like, it's not just the mountains are yeah, on the Thaomer side. Yeah, yeah, not at all, but on the road. I just this look at Morix. The- uh, uh, so, so uh, just reminding Ben... 
very distinctly we're supposed to keep to like the road and close to the surrounding area going anywhere else is explicitly forbidden in the empire we we don't have the permit to go I thought that's what morex was doing I thought morex that's why we got, got us morex. the permit and permit to get on the road that heads towards the uh cities and ghosts but for us hmm. to just go wandering into the pleiades mountains is definitely not in the purview of your permit <laughs> okay <laughs> that that's so, that's sam telling you ben um lynn yeah, knows no, nothing about your permit <laughs> that's good i forgot um so the the uh, inquisitor here, Lita Harbinger, is her name. She she says, "So you all go on the road to Grandling. We let you go there to the haunted, they say, demonic-filled or demon-filled city. And then when you return, the world looks as it does. That's why we're returning. I, I, I'm sorry, High Inquisitor, but we're we're returning back to where it's safe because there's so much weird magic going on. It seems we to are- me." Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and give me a persuasion roll there. And, and what were you going to say, Drathan? We are returning to Thalamir to follow the lead. Yes. 30 on the persuasion. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Jesus. I don't I can't even. Um, let's see if I can even kind of get close to that. I don't think so. I can roll to 25, but that's basically like a critical. Um, hmm. Well, what you say has some sense to it. And you, but you said you're heading to Thalmer? No, we're not heading to Thelmer. We're heading to the the past. That's, the, what, our, that's what our cousin just said over there. Cousin, did you not just say you were heading to Thelmer to follow a lead? No, that's no. He must be confused, Great Inquisitor. We're heading, we're heading towards Thelmer. We're heading towards Thelmer. the The pass is very well fortified. If there's weird magic going on, then surely the soldiers there can protect us. Give me no. I give me a, a persuasion roll again at disadvantage this time because that's. Yeah, we're going to fight. Uh, 26 at disadvantage. <laughs> my question then, my fair-looking young uh, friend, is why would you go there and not to Crux itself? Where you know the great emperor can protect you. The, the seat of the church is there as well. Why would you go to an outpost? Because we're we're far away from the central city, Inquisitor. It would take us it would take us days. Wouldn't wouldn't you naturally want to seek safety in the bosom of the Empire, no matter where it reaches? To make the trek of days and days to get to to get to the center of Crux so that we can be embraced by the Emperor. Would that not be would that not be more foolish than to go to his emissaries here, who have been placed in charge of keeping us safe? Have you passed through there? I, you have passed through there. I, I know you have. You came from there. And she's speaking about you, the collective. You know it is overrun with refugees. You know that the soldiers there are not as well-trained as even us inquisitors. Well, then doesn't that mean that they need our help? We've got our fine brother here, both of our brothers here. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be good for the populace there to see that when, you know, such a time of strife as it as it is, do you not see this time of strife around us? There is magic everywhere that the church seeks safety with the empire and bolsters the empire, even in its most remote places. Would that not be good for the refugees? I know it gives me great solace. (sighs) What you say makes some sense. Well, let us search you. Make sure you have no magic upon yourselves and you're not spies for the Thaomer. And you can be on your way. 
Uh, we all have magic crap, don't we? Oh, yeah. No, like, uh-huh. I'm not prepared for a search at all. Well, I, I don't have any magic crap. I just have lots of different body parts. <laughs> <laughs> for for, for me, legitimately, you. it's only that dagger I stole. Um, That's magic that's on me other than my own personage. I'm magic, of course. Um... Rosie, I'm, not, you... I'm not going to object to it because I think I've done a pretty good job of persuading them that I'm a, a good citizen. But what I will try and do is when they are searching me, I will try and make sure that that dagger is not something they find. All right, give me a sleight of hand to hide that on your person. It's not my best, but we'll try. Oh, nat 20 <laughs> for a 26. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh... Not my best. <laughs> it's it's a plus six on sleight of hand as opposed to like a plus 13 for my persuasion. Oh, oh you know, poor it's, little rich. Yeah. Poor little rich Lynn. Oh, I just have to take <laughs> so much hand. It's so hard for All right. Uh-huh. One of the soldiers starts searching Lynn. One comes up to uh, Rosie and starts searching her. Do you have anything on you, Rosie? That's why I was just trying to figure out. Like, I got Carl. Um. Uh... My weapon is pretty magicked up. Is that not an alchemist thing, though? It's more mechanical? Or is it actually magic? So the way artificers work is they take magic and infuse it into an item so that it's just continually magical. But um, it's still magic. Way, <laughs> yeah, you make but magic, it's still magic items. Yeah, basically. So I'm a magic item builder. Um, so Carl would be <laughs> magic. Trying to think. Okay, so. Oh, Carl is definitely magic. I don't think oh, I can for argue. Sure. And I've got a repeating shot crossbow, so, like, things automatically come. Like, they just are there all the time. I always have something in it to shoot. Um, oh, that's definitely magic. Uh huh. And what else do I have? So, so as they're uh, searching uh, uh, Lynn. Oh, and it's a returning weapon. I'm just going to say you are impeding our mission, cousin. You have no How right. So? I have you the right. Stopping I, us. I have right as Inquisitor of this land. I have is more than so? right. Yes. And all I'm asking is to search you if, if you don't have any contraband or illegal items that would mark you as spies and terrorists. There's nothing for you to worry about, is there? Okay, look. I'm just going to be honest. My crossbow I built myself at the church's. Uh, well, it was the church in, in Thalmor, um that let me do this when I was there um, because I was helping out Mother Caldona directly at her location. Um, but I built this crossbow and it's kind of magical. They, they helped me put the magic in it. So I'm just going to tell you right now that the crossbow was magic. And Lita looks at you like just a gog that you're so forthcoming and... Uh, I'm going to cast what, a spell what? straight away Okay. Um, as soon as she says that because she messed up should have let him find it um i'm gonna cast uh calm emotions on the group um since they're not officially in combat with me so let's uh what is it is that everyone uh to all of them let me see yeah 20 foot radius so um i am going to cast that calm emotions uh dc 17 charisma saving throw um or else they'll become indifferent towards us i just want to remove all emotion about this situation let me burn that spell slot dc 17 17 all right so um lita takes her battle or great axe and swings it at 
Rosie? I use my reaction to cause disadvantage. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing an eight will miss? Yes. Rosie? An eight misses. Okay. All right. And so let's get ready to roll some initiative. And meanwhile, in Dohava's office, she's writing out a letter, some kind of script, clearly something for one of her many, many spies. Suddenly in front of her, a gate opens, and we see Garen covered in blood, Zalara, a tied-up APU, and a tied-up Cavalian dragged through and standing in her office. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eyes, Season 2, Episode 28, Inquisitors Gonna Inquisit. Hope you all enjoyed this one. It was a lot of fun, and it's going to get interesting now that the two stories and, and the timelines there are starting to converge. So stick around. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us out greatly. And if you'd like to support the show and have the means to do so, please sign up on patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod. We have some great content coming for our patrons, including exclusive art, model painting videos, so you can see the characters come to life or come to 3D menus, but you're good to see them. And then further recorded stories about everyone's favorite crab man, plus a whole lot more lore. So make sure to sign up when you can. Check us out on our website at Beholders iCast. Follow us on Twitter at Beholders iPod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU, Dulot, and Us at Duff Duff the Third. Ben, who plays Drathan and Garen at Miro 4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie at Mets Girl. And Sam, who plays Lynn. That's it. Just Lynn. At Sam's Lot 007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Cinematic Surprise, Series Episode 4 by Sasha Ant. Organic Meditations 1, Dangerous, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. License under Creative Commons, Attribution 4.0 Licenses, creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. Sound effects by Zapswat.com. Please check the show notes for further details.